Welcome to Wealth Science. I'm your host, Jesse Fuchsia, Army Ranger, real estate investor, and income enthusiast. On this show, we uncover the keys to attaining financial freedom. There are so many people listening right now who are stuck in that day-to-day, nine-to-five rat race. Luckily, it's only temporary. Each week, we bring on guests that help us discover the steps to build financial freedom, passive income, and generational wealth, so we can live the life we were born to live. Money is freedom. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to another episode of Wealth Science. I'm your host, Jesse Fuchsia, and today's guest is Christine Fluke. Christine is the Director of Sales for Urbanized Properties. It is a boutique firm in South Florida that deals in real estate brokerage and investors. Christine provides real estate services by leveraging transactional expertise and market knowledge to bring value to a wide range of owners, including high net worth, major local, regional, national equity firms and developers. Christine has sold more than a quarter of a billion dollars in real estate in one of the hottest markets in the world. Wealth Science, I bring you the queen of South Florida real estate. Christine, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh my gosh. Clap, clap, clap. What an introduction. <laughs> Queen. Wow. <laughs> I, am in your I left presence. my crown sitting over in another room. <laughs> Christine, I am so happy we got to do this. This is going to be an amazing episode. It's going to add so much value to people out there. It's just going to be a lot of fun. So I can't thank you enough for coming on today. You know, for the people who aren't from South Florida, who aren't on LinkedIn and maybe don't know as much about you as I do, can you kind of give us your background. Excellent. So Christine Fluke, Urbanized Properties, we've been around in South Florida since 2015, but I've been in real estate and commercial real estate since 2006, obviously working through other brokerage companies. Just reached a point where Janet Crusette, she's the broker of Urbanized, her and I have been working together since about 06. And she and I just went on our own way. You know, you kind of get tired of people saying, hey, 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 and not backing it up. And we're like, why are we staying with these companies when we're the ones that are really doing all of the work and we're leaving this amount of money on the table? So we created Urbanized Properties and we've had a really great lot of success since we created Urbanized Properties. And we work not only just in South Florida, we call it Miami, Fort Lauderdale and Palm Beaches. But we've also started branching out into other areas of Florida, like Jacksonville, Orlando, and even on the West Coast of Florida. So it's been a lot of fun connecting with you so far. And on LinkedIn, I believe it's only been like maybe six months or so. And as soon as I saw that you were posting, we immediately jumped on a phone call and created this opportunity where we are right now. So I think that's a lot of what I bring to the table and what we're able to do with our clients. So it's not just, you know, that first initial talk. It's like, let's build the future together. And we've been very successful with helping clients build their portfolios. Some of them start, you know, on smaller scales, and then they go up to larger properties and even development sites. So it's really been um, a blessing that here in South Florida, we've been able to create for ourselves as well as clients. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And uh, I just love that idea of 
obviously you and your colleague, you know, you're tired of, of working for someone else and you guys went out and now you guys are crushing it on your own, which I just love that story. And I think it's so um, applicable to so many people out there that are in that type of situation. So this is like just a cool success story of what can happen if you leave, uh, you know, the system or whatever and go out on your own. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm interested, Christine, like Miami, like I think of South Florida as like one of the hottest markets in the world. I mean, it must be insanely, not just temperature wise, but real estate wise as well. Um, you know, how difficult is it, you know, performing in that market as a broker in selling real estate? I mean, I, I imagine it must be highly competitive. You know, what advice do you have for other people that I guess are trying to break into a hot market? It is competitive, but I think anywhere right now is very competitive. I mean, how many offers do you get on a property? How many offers do you need to make and 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 offer non-refundable deposits? You know, I mean, it's definitely competitive. I think everywhere right now in South Florida, it seems to be right now that it's probably around 200,000 a build a door that thing seems to be like kind of hovering. And it's crazy because I, was selling in areas where that used to be 75,000 a door, like in Miami Beach. And now things are over 225,000 a door. And there's other areas where it's more uh, close to downtown Miami. And again, selling things for around 100,000 a door. And now it's over 200. So I would say if you're trying to break into a market as an investor, as a real estate agent, which I am both, um, you know, I think it's all kind of basics, right? Just getting back to basics, which is getting in front of people, talking to them and just moving the needle down, you know, move, moving down the road with them as far as providing value. I just don't land on somebody and then they say no. And then I say, okay, and I move on. No, no, no. I want to create value with them. I want to create the future and I'm always staying in touch with them, whether it's just to say, Hey, you know, checking in, where are you at with your investment? Are you getting ready to sell the one that I sold you a couple of years ago? Are you wanting to upscale and do different things uh, as far as different asset types? Um, so we don't just focus on multifamily here. We also focus on development. We also focus on warehouses, as far as investing side, we focus mostly on multifamily. We got into real estate investing since 2015. I can't believe I didn't start sooner, but anyway, I'm glad that I finally did start. And in 2019, that word syndication popped up and boy, did that open my eyes. And we've been investing in apartments since then. We're around um, thousand units right now. And can I go back to answer your question? Because sometimes I can get a little sidetracked. <laughs> How to break into a market. You know what? I just, I'm resilient and I'm yeah. like, I just get in front of people and I just, you know, being intentional about getting in front of them, whether it's somebody that buys $50 million worth of real estate or whether it's somebody that just buys a luxury condo. I'm just out there to try to create opportunities because my goodness, we all need them. Right. <laughs> Especially right now. Yeah, I, I agree. And there's so many great points in there. I think like being top of mind and helping people like that. And like you said, almost like the power of the follow-up. I talk about that a 
lot and how crucial Absolutely. that is. Yeah. And yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not just like, you know, texting people like, Hey, you know, when are you ready to do the next deal? But like you hit me up all the time. Hey, how's your day going today? How, you know, what are you doing this week? Like just like staying top of mind. And I just love that mentality. I think that is super powerful. That is a great point. Yeah. And I mean, like it doesn't look, we always want to talk about business and yeah. we always want to share what our opportunity is that we're bringing to the table for people to either buy or take on a service. But, it, you know, there's also so being human about it as well. And I think it's not, hey, what was the recipe that you made last week? It's just more like, let's just go with that word recipe, recipe of just being human and making it um, more engaging. And I think that's kind of one of the things I've I've got a talent with. And heck, I can go to anybody in a grocery store and depending on what it is, I can strike up a conversation and next thing you know, it leads into real estate. <laughs> heck, I do that with people sometimes when I'm standing in the grocery line. This guy had something behind me. I remember this was a few weeks ago and he had all these things and I started talking to him and next thing you know, I gave him my card. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's so powerful. It's just adding value to people, networking wherever you go and, and talking about what you're working on. So it's very true. Very true. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm interested to Christine, like, you know, talking about the broker side and just staying here for a minute. You know, I think we're like in this world right now. And I've seen this with a couple of opportunities where we've been working on where like, you know, there'll be disputes between the buyer and the seller over some issue. And, you know, people will walk away from seven figure deals, you know, over like twenty five or fifty thousand dollars where I look at opportunities, you know, brokers and sellers, we're working together as a team to get this football across the end zone, um, across the finish line. Have you seen that throughout your own career? I mean, how can we kind of mellow out these issues between brokers and sellers to kind of help us all work together as a team and get this across the finish line? I mean, do you agree or, or disagree? Have you seen those yeah, that's a great question. And yes, I do see it. And I've been seeing it ever since I've been selling commercial real estate since 06. I mean, you do have to create some kind of negotiation. It's almost like you have to be a psychologist sometime. And um, yeah, you narrow things down and you kind of isolate them. So Mr. Seller and buyer, we've agreed on the price, correct? So now all we have to do is talk about the terms. So let's break that down. So the due diligence period is this much. And when you are under already under contract and somebody wants to come back and retrade, you've just got to isolate everything to where you can get it down to where not that it's minimal, but you've got to create that it's minimal. And when you do that, that really isolates everything to maneuver and get the well, get the contract moving forward and or get negotiations between parties moving forward. So I really think if you isolate every point of an offer of a contract and get it to where you're just focusing on that one thing. Listen, I mean, sometimes, I mean, look, let's, let's uh, not beat around the bush. There are many jerks out there and many jerks in the business and you just got to be able to navigate and realize what kind of personality you're dealing with. I mean, there's only like four or five, four personalities out there. So you've got to kind of mirror and match yourself why you're talking to them and or sitting in front of them. So I think that's a skill set that I've learned along the way. And I'm always still practicing for sure. 
Yeah, I agree with that. And it's like, I've just been in these situations where like, I think the buyers and sellers view it as like, it's us against them. Like we have to beat the other team, but I, I view it as let's create a situation where everybody wins. Absolutely. You know, the buyers Absolutely. win, the sellers win, the seller wants the right price for his or her asset. And the buyers obviously want to obtain that asset. It's like, let's, let's, you know, carry this ball together across the finish line. I don't exactly. view it as us against them. And you know what I think also, I think there should be a lot of buyer and seller sitting at the table and negotiating and or being on a conference call and or being on a Zoom. And like, let's just hammer it out what your concerns are. Now, sometimes that might work and a lot of times it might not. But I do think that kind of face to face and or negotiations with the parties should just be right then and there. I think there should be more of that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And even like, I think sometimes, you know, information can get misconstrued or lost when talking through a third party or something like that and bringing everyone face to face and just, you know, completely flattening the communication. I think I I would love to do something like that. So that would absolutely work. So, yeah, I totally think so. Yeah. I'm I'm interested as well, Christine. I mean, you were talking about just the massive level of appreciation that's going on in South Florida. You began in neighborhoods where 75,000 a door today, they're well over six figures a door. Um, You know, people talk about this all the time, you know, population growth, people are flooding to the state of Florida. Like what, what do you think? Obviously you're on the ground there. What do you think is kind of causing this massive level of appreciation, you know, in the state of Florida, specifically South Florida, what's making the real estate kind of go through the roof. Wow. You know what? <laughs> uh, I guess we got to leave politics out of it. So we'll <laughs> part where it is. But yeah, definitely. I mean, we're seeing an influx from California, from New York, even from South America. Canadians are coming down here. You know, look, you know, we have a state with wonderful weather. We have here in South Florida, we are becoming a tech hub the mayor is pushing a lot for cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. We just recently had an event here last week. Proppy was here and they are a platform where they are offering, you know, blockchain transactions. I think there's going to be a lot of change with that here in South Florida because the mayor is pushing for, you know, fintech and being, you know, again, uh, a tech hub. I think that we are seeing a lot of migration here for land built to rent is big here. I think a lot of things are moving more west because obviously there's more land on the west, let's call it west side of like South Florida. Okay. And yeah, there's definitely a lot of building going on. Look, um, with the port being here, a lot of warehouses, development is being built and bigger spaces, not just 20,000, 50,000 square feet. Now we're looking at hundreds thousand square feet spaces with 30 foot clears for warehouses. I mean, Amazon's opening up, uh, it's already launching one location and believe they recently bought another one here. So it could be a combination of those things. And I just think that also, People want to be in Florida. Let's just cut the chase. You know, everyone enjoys the the weather. Yeah. And um, it's 
<laughs> it's not stopping anytime soon. That's for sure. I mean, we're still in multiple offer situations. We're still over asking and, you know, cap rates being compressed as they are. I mean, I can't believe just two years ago, I was talking about a six cap. And even though people were preferring more of an eight cap, and now I'm like four and a half cap. I'm just, it blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I think the state of Florida as a whole is just so business friendly where they want to help entrepreneurs. Yes. They want to help these businesses. And when you're, when you have a state, you know, with politics like that, more people want to invest there. People want to bring their money there. You know, I'm looking for opportunities there and I'm, you know, pulling this money out of one state and putting it into another state that supports our opportunities and our endeavors. So right, right. I think it's a no brainer in my opinion, but I think that's and where, where are you investing that. now? Where? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're looking mostly in the Sunbelt, um, North, the Carolinas, Tennessee, Georgia, and then also kind of Oklahoma mm -hmm. and Texas as well. Um, right. so I think we're looking for those states where maybe it's, you're not seeing that same level of appreciation, but we're able to buy at, you know, maybe not a four cap, but a, a six cap or, or five yeah, cap sure, or something sure. like that. Because uh, mm -hmm. Florida real estate, it's it's amazing, but it's it's so gosh darn expensive. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's crazy. I'm, when looking back on your investing Chris, uh, career, Christine, like going from, you know, your first syndication to where you guys are at today at around a thousand units, like, I guess, how have you guys kind of scaled back in, in such a short period of time to where it is today, because that's that's a pretty amazing accomplishment. I mean, a thousand units, that's that's incredible. So like, I'm, I'm curious where it kind of started and how you scaled it to where it is today. Robusta Move was founded from our passion for two of the most simple and amazing things in life, good coffee and good music. Both of these enjoyable aspects of life play a vital role in the bringing together of people. And although we understand that everyone's music taste is different, there's no denying that when it comes to coffee, the difference between a good cup and a bad cup is undeniably blatant. That's why in the spirit of community and coming together, we at Robusta Move have made it our mission to supply our customers with superior coffee that you, your friends, and your family can enjoy. And we'll leave the playlist up to you. Visit robustamove.com and save 20% on your first order with the code VINYL. That's code VINYL, V-I-N-Y-L, to save 20% on your first order at robustamove.com. Robusta Move Coffee. Try it today. Great question. And I would say that, well, we started in October 2019 investing syndications. Yeah. And, um... Since then, I think it's attributed to the fact that I've been networking. I've just been out there landing on people, making sure they know about me and I know about them and connecting with the right groups. I mean, look, there's good apples and bad apples, no matter what industry you're in, right? So whether you're in automotive or whether you're in real estate, you just got to align yourself with the right people. I think social media allows you to peek into their world and get to know them. And just because what's on social media doesn't mean it's always rainbows and sunshines, right? So you've got to definitely do your homework and connecting with the right sponsor, working with the right group. And in the last, well, three years, I've really been purposely trying to connect with the right people, the right apples in this business. 
And um, seeing someone's track record is very important. And being able to get your questions answered in a timely manner with that group is very important. At least to me, communication is important. And whenever you just have a question about it and you want to learn along the way, I think that's also something that a team should be open to. I guess when you have so many investors in a project, it's hard, I guess, to answer all of them, but I just want to keep showing up and keep entering myself into these uh, people's world and just making sure that they know that I'm here and that I have capabilities of bringing acquisitions to the property, maybe help capital raising. So definitely um, when you come in and as just as an agent and a broker for this kind of um, real estate, it's not just that, but there's more facets that we're creating within urbanized properties. So, yeah, I love that. And I come across this all the time too, where, you know, people are like, Jesse, I'd love to, you know, be an LP on this deal, but like, I also want to learn and see what the active side is like. And there's yeah, some, for sure. yeah, there's some syndicators out there who are like, Hey, you know, we don't, we're not interested. And I'm totally contrarian. I love that. I always welcome that. I'm like, Hey, you know, we are having these zoom calls. We'd love to have you hop on. And even if you're just a fly on the wall, um, I love, you know, people who want to learn really excite me. And I think that even then they'll become a more educated passive investor. Will they'll understand the process better um, and be able to attribute to the team. So I love how you guys do that too. Yeah. And I mean, look, whenever you do that as well, that person who comes to the call, they've got other people that they know that don't understand the language and understand any vocabulary words about it. Next thing you know, they see their friend starting to talk about it. So I I definitely think that there is, is growth there. And I think, like I said, when you come in and you're looking to learn from the sponsors, look, look at you and I maybe you're not a GP right now on something, but now you and I are connecting and we're swapping our ideas of learning. Yeah. Then you go to somebody else and you help them learn. I do find that in this space that there are a lot of giving people mm. and there's more women getting into this space, which is excellent and fantastic that more women are coming into this and actually creating a very nice career for them and their, and their families. Yeah, I love that. That's a great point. And I agree. There is so many giving people and even coming from other organizations that are maybe a little more cutthroat or something. It's like what I see on LinkedIn every day, it's like people just adding value to each other and networking and helping each other. And even after this, it'll be like, hey, you know, do you want me to connect you with this person or with that person? It's so powerful. So that's why I think that's an incredible benefit of that. Uh, awesome. Of awesome. I hope I'm answering your questions. <laughs> yeah, no, you're crushing it. I appreciate it. Oh, I'm just having you. fun right now. I feel like we're just I am chatting. too. I usually do when I go on podcasts, I just try to make it easy. And, you know, listen, we all have our level of understanding and, and, and learning and, and knowledge. And sometimes, you know, just making it human is okay too. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, I want to get your perspective on one last real estate thing before we talk some mindset stuff here at the end, uh, Christine, I, I know you guys, and unless I'm wrong, you're not huge into storage. You focus a lot on multifamily and warehouses and stuff like that. But my team and I were super bullish on boat and RV storage right now. Oh, wow. Um, that's and, great. Yeah. We're looking at a lot of these opportunities out here in the South. Um, do you come across opportunities like that in Florida? I mean, is there a big RV community there in Florida, uh, maybe not in South Florida, but I assume probably maybe in Northern Florida or something like that. Do you have any perspectives on that industry? Yeah. I mean, RV, there is definitely a 
uptick in that, let's call it asset class. Yeah. There's definitely an uptick in owning a lot of land and creating RVs. I was just working on one in a different area of Florida in February. And um, I have a group that I actually try to help source acquisitions for them. And it's not just in Florida. Um, I recently invested, well, say last year, I invested in four acres of land in Canyon Lake. And we are dropping shipping containers on this location and we're turning it into a short-term rental. So it's being creative, I guess, with that RV space. And I definitely do see a lot of people that are interested in RVs and even self-storage has picked up quite a bit over the years. Um, I hope I'm answering your question. Yeah, no, that's that's great. And it's funny because we also look at opportunities of like tiny homes and stuff like that, where we can buy this raw land and put these tiny homes on them. And people we are actually paying. Built, we actually built nine in Canyon Lake. Yeah, really? It, really? I'm really excited. We're almost uh, to the finish line, finishing up the infrastructure and looking to uh, get hopefully within the next 90 days or so, we'll get, our, get it going on. It's fantastic because it's on a lake in uh, Canyon Lake, which is not far from New Bronzeville, Texas. So wow. it's a really, really exciting project. And it's, you know, it's uh, it's on the lake and there's a gentleman there that has a boat and he'll be able to offer service for those people. So it's really exciting. I think RVs are, are very uh, an asset class right now that a lot of people are looking into and yeah. that are taking advantage of it while you can, while it's on the radar right now, put it that way. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a great point. And I, I just to this point in what you guys are doing in Texas, I mean, I see people paying incredible prices right now to stay in these tiny homes and especially in a vicinity like a lake or something like that. Um, everything, what you're telling me sounds like this is going to be a home run opportunity. So I'm really uh, it's excited. Fantastic. And yeah. I've been wanting to invest with this group for a little while now. We did it as a JV, but this was actually the first time that my niece, who is a licensed agent in Texas, she was the one that actually found the property. And we did the acquisition with my, with, while well, I bought it to my partner. So it was really fun to be able to have a family member transaction for the first time. So <laughs> my, my twin sister, Catherine, she's in Boston. She's an agent there, but we've never worked together on anything or yet, but it was really fun to be able to work with my niece on this. So that's awesome. Her name's Ashley. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. The whole, I didn't know your whole family or your siblings as well. And your nieces are all in real estate. So that's really cool. Well, my, my, my twin sister is and my nieces. And uh, yeah, I mean, the more and more that you get into syndications and you start learning about it and you start throwing around the lingo and the conversations with your family, they perk up and they want to know what's happening and what's going on. And, you know, then he moves on to, Hey, do you know your friend? And so, Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's it. It just, again, it shows the power of networking and how incredible Absolutely. it is just talking about real estate. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. As we get ready to wrap up, Christine, I just have a couple like mindset questions I want to get your perspective on um, as we get ready to close out. And something that I just think is, you know, incredibly amazing about you is, is how you kicked cancer's ass. And, and you are a cancer survivor. And I think that is so powerful. And there are so many people out there that unfortunately have had to go through that disease. You know, what was kind of the mindset around that as you beat the absolute shit out of cancer's ass and, and <laughs> went on to accomplish amazing things that you're doing today? Thank you so much. Um, you know, I'm, I don't mind that you bring it up and I don't mind talking about it. I don't mind saying that word. And I've never asked God why me, 
I just know that it happened to me and I'm taking that experience and I'm growing from it and I'm allowing myself to be uh, connected with other people through it. My mindset through that was just, I have so much more to do and I'm not going to be defeated. And with God and many prayer warriors and the help of my business partner and my family, so, so blessed today to be here. And I was just not going to falter pretty much. I mean, I was constantly praying. I was visiting my church and getting anointed by the oil. And I was just not accepting the fact that this thing is going to take over my life. And it really has changed how I am today. And I'm just not letting my foot off the gas. I am not choosing to spend a lot of wasting time things, even though in real estate, you do waste time. I mean, it doesn't matter how many deals you work on. They don't all close. And it doesn't matter how many times you speak to somebody and you're waiting for an email. You just got to keep hitting them up. And listen, I'm resilient for a reason. And I'm a warrior and a beast for a reason. So because of all of that, that happened to me, I'm just um, very, very intentional. And when I meet other people that have had cancer and or through my networking and or people from high school, which recently I saw somebody on Facebook that they had it. So I always try to comment and encourage. So I just want to be encouraging and strength for other people to let them know that you're not going to be defeated. And as long as, again, hopefully everybody believes in God. And if they don't, whatever it is, they believe in G hyphen D um, that without that major, major part of my life, I don't think I'd be here, honestly. Yeah, Christina, it's incredibly powerful. And uh, my community that I come from in the military, you know, being a ranger, I think that we work with tough people, but I mean, what you did is incredibly, incredibly tough and it is amazing. I went through, uh, I went through a lot and, um, just, they said three things. And when I went through chemo treatments, three things you need to do, what's that walk, eat and, um, wash your hands. I'm like, that's it. Really? Oh, we, we got this in the bag. I mean, if they would have said, Hey, you're going to stand in the corner on one leg naked and quack like a duck in front of 50 people, I would have done it. It didn't matter whatever it was going to take. And that's kind of how I treat my real estate. That's kind of how I treat my intentions with people and landing in people on LinkedIn or social media. Listen, you don't know what they're going through. And sometimes just you can say one thing to them that'll just change how they feel that day. Cause I try not to look too, too far in advance, but uh, yeah, being a warrior is something I stand in the spaces space in every day. Yeah. Every day is a gift that we're here and I'm just so grateful. And again, I just wanted to bring that up because your mindset is just impeccable. And I know that it's going to help so many people out there. So I appreciate you talking about it. Christine. Absolutely. And I don't mind bringing it up. Like I said, I, I think it happened to me for a reason and it didn't happen to me, not for any other. I just, I'm just so blessed, honestly. Thank you.
Thank yeah. you, Jeff. I'm, I'm so grateful we had this opportunity today, Christine. You are an amazing person, a warrior. Like I said, the queen of South Florida real estate. Uh, I don't maybe, know about the queen, but I'm over here making moves, that's for sure. Maybe you should change it. that. Yeah, your new tagline on LinkedIn. Maybe because we heard it first here at Long Science. But um, I awesome. want people to follow up with you after the show, Christine. People who are excited about South Florida real estate, we talked about all the amazing benefits. And maybe you want to look at your future opportunities, or maybe there's a seller out there that wants to connect with you. How can people find you after the show? What platforms are you on? How can people get a hold of you? Excellent. Well, I'm at 305-318-6366, urbanizedproperties.com. That is our website. And we are here in South Florida. And um, if you need an email address, it's F-L-O-O-K dot Christine, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E at gmail.com. Christine Fluke, commercial real estate in Florida. Jesse, I hope that I brought value to your listeners. And I am so excited to create future with you. We have just started and we got so much runway to go. Christine, I love how you said it, you know, be, live an intentional life. Everything happens for a reason. I think the universe wanted us to connect a few months ago. They knew this interview was going to add so much value to people. And then relationship is going to add value to thousands of people for years to come. So again, I cannot thank you for coming on. You are a warrior. You are the queen. You are amazing. Thanks again for coming on World Science. Thank you so much and many blessings. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Wealth Science Podcast. Take some time to subscribe and leave us a review. It really is the basis that helps us continue to bring on amazing guests each week. We have another incredible story to share next week, and I'm certain it's going to add value to this community. Please do not hesitate to reach out if there's anything I can do to help you in your journey of attaining financial freedom. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week.